Hi guys and welcome to this episode of the Comedy Defects Podcast. My name's Winter Fonander, I'm a comedian and this is my show, so welcome to the show guys. I apologise first off for the tardiness of this episode release because I went to Sri Lanka to see my family that I've never met that was at the end of March and for two weeks uh, into the beginning of April. So when I got back, I had a lot to catch up on. And I, again, apologise for the lateness of this episode, but it's a very good one. I went over to Sri Lanka, did a gig over there. I did some stuff I wrote when I was there. I did some interesting bits, just observations on the place and how I was, you know, just being, I was being herded by my family around, the, around to see all the relatives and everything. And that was a lot of fun. It was fun to get a taste of what they're into. I'm going to write some more stuff about what happened to me in Sri Lanka. I'm probably going to save that for a show, though. So I was learning a little bit of Singala when I was over there, and I had a thoroughly enjoyable experience for some days, and some days weren't quite as enjoyable. But I'll be writing some jokes about that, and I'll be taking them around to see if they work in the UK. I'm sure you will hear about it if you come see me at gigs. Uh, I am getting my website done by Danny Clive. He's about to fix it now. got some pictures taken. They're going to be up on the website pretty soon. And I've been gigging. I, I was stupidly booked a gig on the 12th of April when I flew back the morning of and then went and did the gig. And I was jacked on caffeine. Everyone else on the gig thought, I'm not going to make it. I was comparing. And I was like, no, he's not going to make it. They'd already divided up my money before I even got there. So when I got there, I felt they were majorly pissed off that I was actually there because they'd already spent the money that they'd earned from me not being there. But I made it. I did it. And it went great. The next day went great. And then the day after that, I had another gig. But following that gig, I died horribly inside and got a horrendous man flu, double man flu. It was the worst. It was the worst. I'm sort of just recovering now. And then getting back, I'd do loads of stuff to prepare my wife for going off doing many fringes this year. And so she gave me a list the size of, well, both of my arms and just as heavy, just heavy enough for me to lift as well. It was like a phone book, if you can remember what a phone book looked like, because Yellow Pages is pretty thin these days. But uh, but no, that's what I had to do. So I've been busy. So again, I apologise for the lateness of this episode. But this is a great episode with a very funny man. I gigged with him many times. I gigged with him years ago, but I didn't remember that I gigged with him because I didn't know him then. Uh, in, back in Ireland, when I did, first dabbled in comedy, did my first couple of gigs, and Connor was there, and some weird stuff happened he'll talk about it in this episode. But he's a very funny guy. He's doing really well in comedy, and he's doing a show in Edinburgh at 645 in the City Cafe in the Las Vegas room. So that's 6.45 in Edinburgh, in the City Cafe, in the Las Vegas room. I think it's all of the fringe, so go check him out there. He's a very funny man, he won't be disappointed. Uh, But go check him out on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. You can also follow this podcast on Twitter, at The Comedy Defect. You can follow me, at Winter Phonander. You can also see my live stand-up gig dates, which are on my website, which I'd said before, Danny Clives is finishing. And they'll be all up there pretty soon, so you can follow me there and come see my preview for my show this year, which is called By the Power of Grayskull. It's going to be fun. I'm doing the Shaston Fringe, I'm doing Brighton Fringe, and I'm doing the Edinburgh Fringe, and any other fringe I can get in between those dates. You can also support this podcast if you would like. You go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast. You can donate as little or as much as you feel this podcast is worth. And if you donate, great. But if you don't donate, just leave us a nice review because it all helps, guys. And that's all I'm going to say for this intro for this podcast. It's episode 60 with the very funny Connor Drum. Connor Drum, welcome to the Comedy Defect. How are you doing, man? You all right? Uh, very well. How are you? 
What have you been up to? Well, I watched the Oscars last night and I stayed up for it. I'd gone for a few Sunday pints and uh, it, I just felt like a good idea to stay up and watch the Oscars. It, 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 it wasn't. It was interesting enough to get to see it live, I suppose. Not that I really cared. Was there any, like, uh, sort of... Uh, anyone that won anything you were like, oh, for fuck's sake, they shouldn't have won that. That's fucking bullshit. No, because I thought that the it was a pretty weak year for, like, best picture and stuff. I watched Three Billboards the other day. What about uh, The Shape of Water? I saw that the other day as well. What did you think of that? It was like Splash, the Tom Hanks movie, except a bit more better effects and stuff. Now, I thought, to be honest with you, visually it was, it was stunning. And that world that was created was great. Yeah. It was more of a spectacle than any of the others that were nominated. I watched Three Billboards and I enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was amazing. I think it probably suffered from overhyping it, basically. Mm. And I don't know the name of that guy who's in uh, Board, Boardwalk Empire. You know the guy who... The guy with a square head. Yeah, yeah, him, yeah. yeah. What, 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 uh, like, he, he, he did well in it, he was great in it, like. Yeah, he was, yeah. But I think he was probably the best part of the whole film, really, like, he just, you know, he kind of carried it. It was an interesting movie, it's, uh, for me, well, and, and spoiler alert, <laughs> just when you find out that the thing could heal itself, yeah. that the jeopardy was taken out of it, so when it gets shot, I don't care. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, oh no, it's a dead fish, no, he's alive again, okay. But yeah, so I did that, and then, uh. Got up this morning and did some more admin, which is what you do if you're doing comedy, which is just, as you know, emailing and asking people nicely for gigs and getting ignored. It's and great. what's your uh, what's your system for admin then? No, I'm just constantly doing it. Sorry, thinking about it now, it's all the time, every day. It's not like an hour a day, which would be probably a better system in some ways. But the moment an email comes in, I respond to it, which is annoying. You should, I suppose, you act less desperate. If the moment it takes me and I see an ad for a gig, I'll, I'll apply for it. Like, mm. I'm never not doing that. Even if I'm out and it's a Saturday night, I'd still do it. Yeah. Because you have to. Because the opportunities can just come out of nowhere mm. and you want to take advantage of them when they do. So doing that, and then I was working in a night shift. The, then I got made redundant, which was oh. great. Because I was going to quit anyway. Oh, great. It wasn't great for everyone else. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was like, Yes! <laughs> you could just stand there, just like, just keep, just keep, keep it in, uh, inside, keep that, that inside. It was, it was amazing, getting, like the guy yeah. came in and was like telling it, there's big office people, it basically mm-hmm. was a, a content sort of job and just editing stuff. And it was handy, because it was seven nights on, seven nights off, which meant I had a week off every other week, but I was knackered all the time, it was really getting me down, um, I, my body clock wasn't able to adjust, and I did it for two years, well, because I needed a job that was a steady income was on top of the comedy, because... I'd have some good months and bad months. Mm. I'd got my two years of experience mm-hmm. in a pretty large company and happy enough with that. They came in and this head honcho fella came in and uh, it basically just here to, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be examining the way things are being done and then we're going to maybe have a look at how we could be more efficient with our spending. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> we're all getting fired, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, just uh, line up there in a row, yeah. Just what, what, what's there a gun in your hand? Oh, no he kept saying this. He kept going. Uh, <laughs> we just want to be clear, completely forthright with you, and we want to make sure that you know there is absolute transparency. Mm. Okay, so what's happening? Well, what's happening is we're going to be as clear and transparent <laughs> as we can during the process. What is the process? Yeah. Again, I'm just here to make sure things run smoothly. What? What? Yeah. You know, and then people go and then I so I put in my hand and said, uh, "So you're trying to see if you could be more efficient at spending money, but as you're doing that, maybe you'll notice that we're doing a very good job and maybe pay us more money." <laughs> and he just started laughing and then stopped laughing because it was. <laughs> <laughs> Like an evil fucking... Yeah, like, oh, oh uh, no, well, well, again, that's an interesting question. Uh, yeah, we're just like, we're all getting fired. Yeah. And then I was like, 
I just go, what, your name is? Uh, and then put you on a list, like. <laughs> no, but the thing is, it's just like, I didn't mind, because I knew I wasn't going to stay there much longer anyway. And then when they found out that, like, oh, we will be getting some sort of redundancy thing, I was like, yes! And then everyone else was crying. <laughs> it was like, touching the head. Uh, no, but it's like, the jobs went to... India and it's oh, amazing how lazy immigrants have become they don't right. bother leaving their own country to steal your job it's just amazing to be in a position to be relying on a big company like you just can't mm-hmm. nowadays no. it's, it's not it's, 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 it's insane freelance is the way forward man. everything for everything isn't it well, I don't like that either. I don't like that we're living in this world. I hate the term gig economy because it allows very rich people to pretend they're cool. Like, mm-hmm. the term work gig makes it sound like it's fun to <laughs> not know where your fucking next paycheck is coming from. It's the gig economy. Yeah. It's great. There's, yeah, no, yeah. There's, no, there's no security. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't really make plans and you're working all the time. But, you know, I've, yeah, I've got to be in my bonnet about that kind of stuff. But it is the way forward because it's the reality now and you have to be good at a few different things or at least you have to have a few irons in the fire. Well, considering I was going to leave anyway for that job, but I'm a lot better prepared than most people who are getting made redundant there because they're like, what am I going to do? I just need to get another job. And it's it. like, well, I might need to get another job, but the comedy's working for me at the moment. And I'd like it to, I'd like to not have to get another normal job, but I will if I have to. Then again, I think people have been Googling me. They don't mean that in a kind of, hey, I get Googled, but it's like... <laughs> you can say that, but that's nothing wrong with that. Since I had that last job. Yeah, right. There's a lot more crap about me on Google. Oh, yeah, So yeah. if you apply for a job and they Google you and it's like, yeah, yeah. hang on, this guy's a comedian and an actor and he's not serious yeah. about this. Yeah. And they'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn profile. You keep switching the. the I have a LinkedIn the profile, yeah, and, it yeah, and it doesn't have anything to do with comedy. Oh, does it not? No. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why you would. Like, what the fuck do people mm. think that's going to happen? Oh, I need, I need a comedian. I'm going to yeah. go to LinkedIn. That's it. Oh, he also does editing as well. Yeah. Amazing. Let's yeah, exactly. We need this yeah. hilarious editor. Uh, <laughs> He'll edit in a really, uh, a really fun. I've never understood that. Like, so many comedians have got. Uh, comedian uh, LinkedIn. It's like, oh yeah, that's what I think when I think I need to find a comedian. <laughs> I think I need to go to LinkedIn. Yeah, I need so. someone who's good at admin and Excel and yeah, definitely. That's but it. it's here's the other thing about jobs. It's they're mm. from what I can tell, mostly bullshit. Like, I worked in restaurants for years since I was in, in college. When I hit my thirties, I was like, I need to get a like, even though the comedy and acting stuff is is what I want and what I've been pursuing. But you know, I don't want to be, you know, in my late forties or whatever and going, no, no, it's gonna it's gonna happen for me. <laughs> And the only skill I have is the ability to serve chips to people. Yeah, so Remembering I, I, an order and shit. Yeah, yeah, so I had to get out of it. And working in a restaurant is work. It's hard Fuck work. Yeah. Big time. And working in an office is a piece of piss. Yeah. Got Facebook there. They don't understand it. how easy it is. <laughs> like, they don't get it. Like, I was being trained in, right? My first office job that I had here, I've been trained in. The guy who was training me in, his phone rang twice the entire day. And the second time it rang, he went... Oh, look, I can't handle this today. It's like, <laughs> you can't handle what? You haven't done anything. You yeah. haven't done anything. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, meetings. I've never been to a single meeting that couldn't be condensed down into the headline of an email. Oh, totally. Emailing people that you work with mm-hmm. instead of walking over to them uh-huh. or calling them. Yeah. I remember I was sitting in this, this big open plan office and I, some client wanted some information and I didn't have it. So I emailed Susan, who was just like 10 <laughs> feet away from me. I'm like, hey, Susan, need that thing. It's pretty urgent. Susan doesn't respond. But I look up at Susan, and Susan is on Facebook. And I email her again, like 40 minutes later, going, look, seriously, Susan, I need this before lunch. (laughs) I look up, she's still on Facebook, no response. So I get up and I walk over to her. I'm like, Susan, I need today. And she goes, excuse me, I'm actually working here. And I'm like, you're on fucking Facebook. That's it. And and that that micromanaging shit as well, isn't it? It's like, oh, could you send that email for me? They actually say it to you. You go, okay, fine. And as you're typing it, they start fucking telling you. 
what you fuck it no that's the wrong word don't use that <sighs> word don't I'm like, who the fuck is typing? I would arbitrarily you? fire half the staff of any office I owned if I owned an office. Just half of you are going to get fired. Yeah. And it's like, why? Because most of you are doing fuck all. Yeah. And that's the other thing as well. It's an eight-hour day, but it's a three-hour working day. Mm-hmm. So the hardest bit is that pretending to be busy over those five hours. Yeah. And, and people, and they get to, they go, well, actually, I work for a pretty large company. I'm doing pretty well for myself. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but you're not actually working. And mm-hmm. like, I remember being talked down to a lot as a waiter. Not a lot. Like, most yeah. people are very nice, but... But now that I know the reality, I've seen behind the curtain, and it's like, that waiter who's serving you food is working way fucking harder than you did all week, yep. and they're getting paid fuck all, and you're talking to them like they're a piece of shit. Yep. It's fucking ended up in that situation and go, fuck, yeah, I'm a falling down moment, or something like that, at yeah. the end of the fucking day, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you know, you're, you're like 40s going, look, I'm fucking, I'm still busting tables, what the fuck, and this I, person give me shit, knife in the throat. No, I wouldn't do that, <laughs> but I, uh, no, a few times I kind of snapped the people, but you know, I like... <laughs> But <laughs> a, a video on on, uh, on the internet of you putting your knob in a fucking sandwich or something. No, <laughs> I, uh, is that too far? Sorry, Connor. Is that too far? Too far is that really no, your, I just I ruin your brand. I would just sort of take the piss out of people. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I let them really realizing. I yeah. oh, like sandwiches, do you? That kind of thing. Yeah. You want another slice of cake? Most people are nice enough, but uh, I'm glad I did it in a lot of ways because it taught me how to work and mm. taught me to appreciate work. Because then when I w- got started working in an office. It felt like a holiday. Uh, yeah, totally. Like, it just felt like... So we're finished now. Yeah. At five o'clock, we're finished. This is great. <laughs> and, and then I yeah. kept thinking I was going to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> just because I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything this week. So like, yeah. And then the other thing as well, which is really annoying, because I have been applying for a few jobs. They make everything sound so unbelievably complicated and complex. Yeah. Like, uh, if, you, uh, you know, if you can monetize your CMS output, and you're like, so what? You need to put in ads through our content management system it'll take about 30 seconds a day but we're going to make it sound like so they make the, it's a barrier mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. like me because I'm like what the fuck are they even talking about mm-hmm. it's like a different language but when you go in there and you get trained you learn how to do everything in a day or two and then that's it you can do it you're doing the job mm-hmm. it just drives me it's, it's like what gets me is that really low kind of like that low volume management uh, talk you know that that voice I just Connor we're just uh just gonna be doing some things today. I think I'm sorry. I can't. I can't fucking hear. Why you. do we? Dis- why do we sign <laughs> on to this? Well, this? This social contract that, like, why do we all? We all know it's bullshit. Yeah. Like, I'd love to sit there in a job interview and be like, "This is bollocks." <laughs> you know, this is bullshit. You don't talk like this in real life. Yeah. No one fucking does. I've, I'm intelligent. I can do whatever you want me to do. Just show me how to do it. And yeah. We just get this shit over with. I'll turn up on time. I'm not going to come in drunk. Just give me the fucking job. Yeah. I'd love to be able. And then it's like. Yeah. That, that would be like I'd I give me the job <laughs> like, yeah okay come in drunk bit can we just delete that bit just, I'm, I'm gonna come in I will be in on time yeah, I can't guarantee I will, okay I will be buzzed Not, but uh, it's frustrating because it's actually I didn't realise I wish I'd realised this earlier instead of working in a restaurant for so long it, it's so much easier people ask you where you work and you don't feel embarrassed not that there's anything wrong working in a restaurant mm-hmm. it's just that you get a bit judged sometimes yeah, oh yeah. how's the waiting tables going it's, it's a job it's a job mm-hmm. and it's like but I have a degree and stuff I shouldn't be doing it like I shouldn't have to be doing it you know you gotta work and the reason I started I was doing it because I wanted the flexibility but they, towards the end of working there I wasn't having any flexibility mm-hmm. like I remember at one point I had a casting for like a, an ad or something who was and, it what was the ad for I don't remember I've been to a lot of castings for ads and it, the place is in Soho where I, the restaurant and I said can I can I just nip out at two o'clock for half an hour and like they're like two o'clock no that's lunch and I was like well lunch peaks at one mm. you know it'll be half an hour like at the most like the, the casting was just around the corner and they were like no 
And I was like, all right. So I just did my shift, and then once the, it came to time to do the casting, I suddenly got to the bathroom, and I skipped out the fire exit and went to casting. <laughs> Uh, in yeah. my uh, with my apron on and stuff yeah. and came back and then uh, they were like where were you I was like I was just in the bathroom and then yeah. that was it and then a few days later I didn't get the gig uh, oh, obviously fuck. of course I didn't <laughs> I was wearing a fucking apron in the cast so I was working in this night shift recently and it was just starting to get me down because mm. it would be like oh you know my days are free and you go to a casting at like 11 in the morning after doing a night shift you forget it yeah exactly you know not uh, in headspace and then also I could gig in London and then go to work Mm-hmm. But it was just getting like okay. Well, how did you find that as well? Because my nice, I did night shifts for about seven years, like, and I found it really affected my gigging as well. And because you just want to, you want to be happy to be there, don't you? Like, you know, you want to give them the best version of you, unless it's yeah, you just re- it's sort of like it's 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 yeah. You can't really enjoy the gig. You're not really in the right headspace because mm. you know you're going straight to work after doing a gig. Yeah, pretty common that, that mm. feeling. Uh, yeah, it did affect it. it affected everything. And that's why, I'm, like, I look at some other comedians and go, "How the fuck are you doing this? Yeah. Where is this money coming from? How can you afford this? Uh, like, doing a paid show in Edinburgh and it costs ten grand. It's like, where the fuck are you getting that money? I really don't get it. So it turns out a lot of people just have money magically. That was something that used to anger me a lot, but it's just like, no, that's the way it is. So mm. I don't worry about it as much anymore. Anyway, I'm, I'm I'm getting by on comedy at the moment. And you're like, saying you're, you're saying you before we start recording you're saying that uh, you're going out with a, a comedian who's doing very well for herself and I don't have to name her name but like you know you said that you're she's doing well yeah and and like you know there's a bit of a competition between you and her well it's unspoken but uh, <laughs> you know it's there <laughs> no, it's, uh, <laughs> she's uh, no she's she's really good and yeah, she's, yeah. Uh, she's got a uh, really good agent and stuff mm-hmm. uh, it's just interesting to see what a difference that makes uh-huh. like a lot of doors open. Like, I did Glee a while ago. I did my first open spot in Glee. And I've been doing comedy for, like, nearly, well, eight years. But seriously, for the past few years. And it's taken me, it took me three years to get that open spot. Three years of asking politely every couple of weeks. And eventually I got it and it went well and I was moved onto the paid spots and stuff. Mm. I don't know how she got Glee, for example. I think she might have done it on her own as well, to be honest. With some of the bigger clubs, she didn't have to go through that. Like, for example, she did, she did a stand next week. Because her agent, it's a seal of quality, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's the way it works. And she's very, don't get me wrong, she's very good. It's just, it's just, it is amazing how much easier things are if you've got a good agent. Now, the, the other side of that is you have to deliver. Like, there's pressure now. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, getting dropped by an agent or something like that would be awful, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Not that there's any danger of that happening to her, but I'm just saying that it's like, you do have to be, like, now you've reached that point and they're putting you in the position to get you all the things that you want to get. The only thing stopping you now is you. So there's no more uh, blaming the fact that, oh, no, I can't get signed and stuff like that. I've been worried about that so much for a long mm. time, and I've stopped. I still worry about it. I still, like, I still send uh, agents emails or invite them to gigs from time mm. to time, because you have to. But I stopped worrying about it about two years ago. I started to focus. Honestly, it sounds like an old cliche, but I focused on being good. That changed a lot. I'm sure you went to LA as well, didn't you? And you were doing gigs down there. I did a yeah, a couple of gigs in LA. I was there just before Christmas last year. Yeah, I I had a couple of little gigs to do. I have a few friends out there, and I had a few meetings and mm. stuff. So that was great. And I, I think I'm going to go back in May or June mm. with the girlfriend. Actually, that's cool. Just go look. Oh, I've got friends in LA. Okay, <laughs> they have a big agent and shit. Yeah, I'm here. Look, these are, look, I don't know people. Okay, this is what I. Do. Well, the thing is, comedy is such a small. Once you get to a certain point in comedy, you, you get to yeah. meet and hang out with a lot of comedians. Yeah. So it's 
like you got a network. You know, mm. if, if you were to ask, uh, do you know any gigs in you know in Dublin? Mm-hmm. Like if you were, well, for argument's sake, not from Dublin mm-hmm. or Ireland, I'd be like, yeah, these are the gigs. Yeah, there's the emails. Yeah, that would be that. So it just works that way everywhere. Now, unless you're shite, and I know there's, they're just going, look, I can't help you. <laughs> yeah. Or here's the email, but do not fucking say that I gave it to you. you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, don't mention my name at all, please. Mind you, I tend to, I like, yeah, I, I'd be very rare that I'd be like, uh, yeah, tell them I told you. Not that my name has any power at all. Um, but you did, uh, and you, what, so did you, did, you did a degree, right? And what was your degree in? Social science and politics. Oh, right, okay. So, uh, so I am qualified to work in a restaurant. <laughs> Is that just like the uh, the one-up from media degree? Is that what it is? Uh, well, it's basically an arts degree. I wanted to do an arts degree because mm. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to get a degree. And in one way, I regret it because I should have just gone to acting college or something like that. But then again, mm. I know a lot of people have been to acting college and they haven't darkened the door of a casting in many years, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to do arts and then a friend of mine was doing social science, which is essentially arts. It just sounds better. It sounds like, oh, that's yeah, ooh, interesting. Yeah, you put your glasses it's, it's, on. It's, it's an arts degree without the follow-up questions. Because people get, get confused. Like, they're oh, oh, that's interesting, yeah. So technically, I'm a scientist. Right, okay. And, uh, what was your thesis ha- uh, I didn't do a thesis. Uh, but I did well in the end. I, I, didn't, I wasn't a very good student ever. And I didn't do any... I didn't apply myself properly until the last year. Then it went well. Yeah. Yeah, I have a degree, which that's is good. nice. Yeah. Uh, it's also interesting just with all these arguments over on Facebook, which are constant and right. deleting arguments between people about politics and stuff. And there's this worrying kind of rise of far left uh, thinking. And people <laughs> seem to have forgotten the fact that, yeah. you know, communism caused the deaths of over 100 million people. Mm-hmm. People, yeah, but no, that wasn't really communism. What that was was that, that was corruption by men. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, OK, look, it's not a good idea. Capitalism isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. You know, there's no such thing as true, honest, straight capitalism. There mm-hmm. has to be a little bit of socialism, mm-hmm. of course. But let's get fucking real here, people. And mm-hmm. it's like, and then I, I make a comment and I instantly regret it. <laughs> yeah, I made this comment. I remember to, on a Facebook thing, and it was somebody. It was some well-known enough comedian had something about said something along the lines of, "I've been compared to such and such, such and such, and a communist, and I don't see anything wrong with any of those things." And I went, apart from the hundred million dead. You know, anyway, that wasn't communism. I go, well, it was the end result of communism. I mean, it's, it's the natural end point. Like, what do you do? All right, we're all going to be equal and we're all going to have the same amount of money. Okay, I'm not cleaning that fucking toilet. Yeah. No, but you have to because we're all equal. Mm. Well, why do you get to be a doctor? I want to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you can't. You have to clean the toilets. Well, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> so they just throw you in the goo like that yeah, or kill you. Yeah. That's how it works. Mm. Like, it think, use your fucking head, you mm. idiots. How do you think it's going to work? And it's like, no, but that's no, no, because no, the, no, that goes, we would be a lot more. No, you fucking stupid fucks. Like, it's not. Oh, sorry. That, yeah. that, that really annoys me. It's just like, so we go from that. And we, so you like seeing homeless people. Is that it? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> just throwing random yeah, shit in the there. Bikes. Look what they're doing. I agree with you. They're fucking <laughs> bastards. Yeah. This isn't the same thing. Yeah, the yeah. answer isn't communism. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what about, what about, what yeah. about, like, yeah. That is all that happens now. Yeah. The point gets moved mm. immediately to something else. And you're like, all I was saying was I think communism is a bad idea. It's like, yeah. so you're saying you want dogs to be raped in the streets. <laughs> is that what <laughs> you're saying? That's it. It's like subject Jenga, isn't it? Like, there's a thing underneath and you fucking polish shit on No, and then I, this is the other thing. Read a book, mate. Just fucking read a book. It's like, I have a degree in this stuff. 
And then, <laughs> you should bring it round, like, like a thing out. The, the, one guy the, said that, one guy read, like, it was a big, it kind of became a little debate, and I said that communism is anti-human, which I believe it is. And it's demonstrably true as well. There's plenty of evidence to back it up, to back up my theory. There is mm. zero evidence to back up the fact that the idea that it works. Mm-mm. It's everywhere they've tried it, it fucks up. Oh, that's because of uh, uh, the West and America. No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you complaining on the iPhone? You're writing that on the iPhone that was developed and a result of fucking capitalism, you moron. Yeah. But then I remember just saying, I, I, this is the only time I ever used my degree was yeah. during an, a, a Facebook. This is how fucking useful my degree is. I <laughs> 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 Because loads of people are piling on, like, yeah, well, you, you know what you're talking about. And, you know, you, yeah, read a book, dickhead. You know, like by some guy who went to the School of Hard Knocks. Yeah, that would yeah. be the, where he went. He'd see that on his Facebook, School of Hard Knocks yeah. or School of Life. And yeah. it's like, right, so you, you get your information from Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and the Daily Mail. And the, or whatever. And he's like... <laughs> Jumping on me and going like, yeah, well, you don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, well, I have a degree in this stuff. You know, yeah. I, like, yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And he went, ooh, I've got a degree. Like, that was the next thing, right? <laughs> it's like, good playground fucking reply. And it's like, like, I can't win. And it's like, you're the one who said I should read a book. I'm just yeah. telling you I've read several books. Yeah. And then somebody else, well, if you fucking took this, then why did you say that? And it's like, all right, look, I'm just not even. Yeah. So t- the answer uh, to your question there, which wasn't a question, and there was no answer, uh, or there was no... You, know, look, you know, you did a degree in the degree in social science. science. Yeah. Social science. Yeah, no, I'm glad I have it in, in many ways, because it's, mm. it's, it's just for arguments on Facebook. It's just to you know, argue with confidence. Yeah. Like, I do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I can't see any use for it. Just take pictures of the, the whole, like, you know, the whole feed and just put it up on your wall. Say, I fucking won that one. Yeah. I won that no, one. No, ne- you never win. The, the second you start typing, you've lost. Yeah. Been drawn in, you just like get sucked into this world vortex of bullshit. A lot of people on Facebook, they can't control their own emotions, so mm. they try and control the entire world. Uh, the point is, don't don't bother talking on Facebook. Oh, by the way, my friend worked for Facebook, and mm. they, you know, when you type a comment in, mm. and you go, Do you know what, not worth it, and then delete it before you even press right. enter. They log all your keystrokes, so they know exactly what you really think about things. That's quite. And sad. also, just watching the way arguments pan out on Facebook, it's mm. like it, it is a lot of virtue signaling we're, we're seeing what, listen, one side of every story all the time and there's no real debate or engagement it's like there's no discussion it's just this is what I think and you're a fucking racist or a Nazi or you're whatever if you disagree mm-hmm. or misogynist which is great do you know what mis- misandry is well, misandry is when a, a woman hates men do you think there are women out there who hate men definitely we never hear that word yeah, it's just, but it's a harder word to say, isn't it? Misandry. It's that misogyny's got a nice flow to it, doesn't because it? Because it's fucking said. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, everyone's misogynist now, and it's weird. It's like, oh, he's misogynist. You know, if, if, like, if, if there's a debate between, like, I saw it just yesterday, I can't remember what the, I think it might have been over the same Hagen thing, and some girl said something, or some guy said something, yeah. and then some girl said something else, and he went, no, I disagree with that, because blah, 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 and she goes, yeah, well, you're just a misogynist. And it's like, no, I'm not misogynist, I just don't like you. Yeah. So well, we're championing yeah. victimhood. Mm. We're telling people that being a victim is a good thing, and it's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it affects your outlook. Yeah, totally, because then there's no way out. There's, you just might as well stay here. It takes agency away from people. It takes it, mm. it stops you being able to solve your own problems. And mm. I firmly believe that... It's like what I was saying with the comedy. The only way I got good at it was when I focused on getting good at it. I stopped yeah. looking out. Oh, I can't get that gig, or mm. I can't get signed by this agent. You know, I just stopped worrying about that stuff. and go, Well, the only reason I'm not where I want to be is because I'm not working hard enough at this. Yeah. Now, I could sit here and go, well, I'm not getting gigs from Irish. That's what the problem is. They don't. They don't like having Irish accent. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, that's not true. But like, 
it's not going to... It wouldn't serve me to do that, would yeah. it? No, of course not. I, have you ever experienced racism from English people here? In in, in gigs, definitely. Or somebody shouting potato. I got, like, somebody tried to fucking beat me up the, a few weeks ago. I was walking home from a gig and this guy came up. He was, I think he was homeless. Yeah. And you know things aren't going well if you're arguing with a homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, uh, do you have any... Uh, he, goes, he, he was, like, shaping up to ask me for money. I said, like, I don't have any money. He goes, I'm going to fucking ask you for fucking money. I'm like, all right, well, what do you want? He goes, what's some fucking skins? I was like, I don't have any skins. And he went, you fucking fucking paddy cunts coming over and he said something that was hilarious we saved you in the famine <laughs> we oh, saved sick. you I was like yeah. open a book dick yeah. you know? yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, it was really, like my girlfriend was there and she was yeah. fucking shocked by it like, yeah. kept, he, you know, he started following me and then he took yeah. a swing at me but you know I Whoa. blocked it so, yeah yeah, yeah it, right. was, Fuck's it was literally a racially motivated attack like technically well, from a homeless person. From a homeless person. <laughs> like, he lives on the street. Yeah, but, like, that's... Wow. But this is the thing. Uh, do I think that England is now a more racist place? <laughs> no, I just think that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, there's dickheads everywhere. Like, I've experienced racism from time to time, but it, it doesn't really affect my life. Because, mm. again, as a white guy, you can just keep your mouth shut and people don't know. So I'm not saying that yeah. I have a tough name. But all yeah. I'm saying is, if I chose to focus on that yeah. and focus on the people sh- from time to time shouting potato yeah. I'm doing a gig I could think that the UK is pretty fucking racist towards yeah. Irish people well, so the saying goes is that hostile people live in a hostile world isn't yeah. it? Like, you know, that's it. you just got to focus on the positive and go look there's one person it's not everybody it's only idiots now some people obviously have a tougher it's if you focus on that negative stuff which people tend to do a lot it doesn't get you anywhere the best way to solve your problems is to try and figure out what you're doing wrong and then focus on that instead now if you get shot in the back by someone, that's not really your fault, is it? Or if you, you're unlucky and you get sick or something like mm. that, or or you uh, you are genuinely a victim of, of sexism or mm. of racism, like that's different. But I'm just saying overall, because I think that like in, you know you talk about like we're trying to promote a victim culture now, and everywhere that you there there creates little um, groups to you know to help most people who suffer trauma of some sort sort of thing, and so that can can sometimes be healthy but also sometimes it in the wrong context it can make everyone wallow and therefore take away the the power for them to heal from that situation whatever the fuck it is but at the moment it's like great i have a fucking problem here i go i'm going into this group right guys i've been accepted in this group everyone else still doesn't understand because you're not in this group and that's where i think that everyone is being divided into oh we're well that's just like i do you know? see politics do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you see that do you find that more now Oh yeah, because I but find that's, it, that's that's a that's from social media as well. Yeah, like the, well, I mean, is that just like a that's just like a again an ephemeral thing that isn't real. It's just like a thing that everyone thinks is real. On it's just online. Well, uh, the idea that you can't talk about something because you are not that thing. Like you can't talk about you can't talk about uh, sexism comedy. You're you're a white guy. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you don't have an opinion. It's like because you don't have an experience. No, it's just a, this is just a new way of marginalizing people, yeah. and it's a good way of. Of being casting, if you like, we're in this situation. Well, it's, it actually is a weird cast system. Mm. It, 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 like it belongs in another age mm. doing mm. this. Yeah, it's a way of marginalising and allowing abuse. Okay, I'll give you an example. There was um, on Facebook some girl, female comedian, is very good. She put up a article about what it's like to be a female in comedy, and I read it. And it was by this girl who had she was she's not well known. She's a New York comedian. And she was just describing how it's like, you know, you have to keep your mouth shut. You have to be nice in front of dickheads, even if you don't like them and stuff like that. And I'm like, sorry, that is not exclusively a female thing. Like, mm. that is, it's awful, especially at the start. You have to be nice to people who you know are probably nuts and stuff. Yeah. Like, 
And all I said was, I don't think this is just a female thing. And I got hopped on by this Irish comedian, and she's doing exceptionally well for herself. And she's very good as well. She came on, she went, just no. No, man. And I'm like, no. And I clarified my point. I just said, again, I'm not saying that there's no issues. All I'm saying is that in regards to this particular article, I'm just saying that's not an exclusively. There's many. specific. I got hopped on against somebody else. You know, yeah, but what about rape? I'm like, well... Oh no. no, that's not what you're talking about. I wasn't really talking about that, but I have heard rumours about certain male comedians, you know. So even that's not an exclusive leave. And then your one goes, no, just no, just leave it. And I was like, I've left it. Like, that, I've just, this is all I've said. And the next day, the very next fucking day, that thing about that ma- famous male comedian uh, came out and was in all the papers. Mm. That girl who hopped on me for saying it, she goes, Anyone who denies anyone else's experience is an abuser themselves. And I'm like, you just fucking did it to me yesterday. Mm. And you got kudos for doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally did not... No, I've never been assaulted, yeah. thank God. Uh, but, like, you've literally just done that. You, you bullied me. Like, or yeah. attempted to bully me, kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Because that's all it is. Yeah, fucking so. bullying people yeah. and being arseholes, you know. Yeah. And the other thing as well is people don't really ever say what they really think in real life. <laughs> you know, like... Or, 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 sorry, they do. And, like, so she never do that in, in to, person exactly because I'd be able to just go no this is what I mean and blah 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 but on Facebook there's no tone there's no nothing it's, it's fucking pointless it's yeah. a waste of time I want to give it up actually yeah. but I'm addicted to it it's head to screen isn't it it's like, it's like thought to screen do you know the, the Lidl smashing incident in Jobstown no oh, so during the snow uh, no I haven't heard this no, no. a couple of guys got a JCB digger and smashed through the roof of the Lidl yeah and uh, the place got ransacked or whatever yeah. and I was talking about it with my friend yesterday in the pub yeah, yeah. and I was like fucking dickhead scumbag doing that and he's like look do you not think that's a bit harsh I'm like no look at the fucking state of what they're doing but he goes yeah but it's just be- is it just because they're from that area that you're saying I was like no in reality I would say that about anyone who did that anywhere yeah. but then he kind of opened my mind a bit he's like but just think about the shit that you did as a teenager <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. or uh, like the fucking wanton destruction of stuff as a yeah. kid for mm. no fucking reason yeah. just because it's funny especially if there's a gang you acting the arsehole like yeah. Yeah. all sorts of stuff and I was like oh really I, actually you're right I didn't think of it like that yeah. and now I do so my mind's a bit more open to it so I'm not mm. going to just paste them all as fucking scumbags yeah. they are scumbags for doing what they did like and they deserve to get in trouble for it yeah. but you know that's just yeah. people being arseholes and it, like I've been an arsehole like I was at yeah. a wedding once they had a pen with golf carts in it and I realised that my car key just worked on them Oh, nice! and my mate's car key so we started having a little race in the pen now the only thing stopping us flipping those fucking golf carts into the pond in the middle of the golf club is the fact that we couldn't get them out of the pen <laughs> do you know what I mean yes the thin line because we were hammered like we yeah. were what 22 yeah. we were hammered thought it was a great idea we were having a great old laugh yeah. so they just top trumped your fucking. Uh, your they did. And hats off to them. Uh, <laughs> no, it was it was it was it was a disgrace. But it's like oh, JCB it's, man, fucking hell, that was fair play. No, and then to be fair, then like it was the wanton destruction, I understand on one level. But then the yeah. uh, they took out the safe and started trying to break oh, right, through. Okay. It's like okay, now it's just a criminal enterprise. Like, yeah, yeah. Is, They're not having a laugh anymore. This isn't having a laugh. This is a fucking <laughs> planned operation. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, so I, there's that as well. You know, so I just, it, 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 that shit doesn't happen on Facebook. Yeah. Because also, it's, if what you're saying isn't condensed down to a line or two, no one's reading it. 
Yeah, that's it. Like you can't go into detail. Like I'm just like the moment I click on something and it's a comment that's like about as long as my finger. I'm like, no fucking way, am I reading that? Yeah, it's funny that it's like you know you go in there into the into the supermarket and go. We we, we were with them up into the fucking. They're nicking the breakfast there, right? But then they started trying yeah. to take the money. No, sorry, you're gonna go. You know, breakfast fine. Everyone needs to eat. Yeah, but yeah, the JCB fair enough. Everyone's <laughs> taking a take JCB. No, but it's like they rat like and then they lose it a little. I mean, and they must uh, have got away with yeah. about six quids or something. <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh, I just have an email here from the pla- I applied to do the Pleasance Comedy Reserve and oh, I yeah. didn't get in to the, d- didn't even get the yeah didn't even get an opportunity and I applied last year and the year before and I never did mm. girlfriend got it last year she got an opportunity to do it and she's got an opportunity to do it again this year so like that's just how it goes it's just how it goes. but like but it could be because I've done more Edinburgh's and stuff yeah. like that but, but but Everyone who everyone who got it last year, or most of them, were already signed. I think it should be for people who aren't signed. Yeah, Pleasant's amazing. Pleasant's, it's, uh, no. Pleasant's reserve. So you get to they pay for your accommodation. They pay you for doing the show. Everyone gets to see you. Great. It's uh, yeah, it is. It's a good uh, launch pad then. But that's the thing. It's for, a fucking big exposure. You get seen by all mm. the agents and stuff like that. But if you've already got a fucking yeah, agent, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. It's really unfair. So I applied mm. for a few things. But rejection's the standard, so it doesn't surprise me when I get rejected from stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just, frustrating. It doesn't, doesn't hurt as much as it used to, like, isn't it? That's it. It hurts a bit, but it's like, it's just part of the course. Like, that's yeah, the way course. it is. Uh, but it's annoying that she got it again. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, but like, I got rejected last year and this year, but she got both years. And it's like, yeah. she's already got a big agent. It doesn't, what, di- you know, yeah, and know. she's already been seen by loads of, mm-hmm. so what difference, it's not going to make any real difference to her life, but it would make a huge difference to mine. But it not even to, what annoys me is not even giving a chance. And it's like, well, we've, got, we've had 150 applications. We've only given 20 spaces. It's like, yeah, but I've been doing this for fucking years. And yeah, I'm not yeah. shit. Can I just have a chance? No. It's like, all right, fine. Yeah. But, like, it's just the way it is. Yeah. It's it, frustrating. Did you say that in the email? Did, the I'm, think, I'm thinking of sending an email going, what? Yeah. But where's it? But look, I'm not shit. Look, for fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> no, but I was thinking, like, just there when I saw the email, I was thinking of responding. Going, Why last year did everyone who did it have an agent already? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't make sense. They've already got the exposure through the agent. Hasn't but it? I could be wrong on that. They mightn't have all had agents. A lot of them did. So you're doing eight years. How many fringe shows have you done? Five. Five. Uh, and you, what was the last year one was uh, My Friends Are All oh, Dead. Oh, My Friends Are Dead? Yeah, Friends Are Dead, yeah. Because they're all married. So yeah. They're fucking dead to me. <laughs> um, this year I'm doing it again. Well, at least I intend to do it again. I've, mm. I've been, been given a room or offered a room and it's in the free fringe. But I'm thinking about doing the paid fringe as well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't wasn't really sure what my show was going to be, so the working title at the moment is "As a Child," mm. as in like as a child, I wished I was friends with Michael Jackson, and then discussing that as an idea. But just on Saturday night, I had a better idea for the show because yeah. my mother found on the wardrobe of my bedroom registered post letters addressed to me from twenty years ago that I never opened, and the reason I never opened it is because it was my band's demo, and I <laughs> and I wanted to have. I wanted to have been copyrighted. Yeah, right, yeah, of like, course. Because what, fuck, yeah. you're going to steal that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they, they, now the idea is I'm going to do like a rockumentary comedy nice. about the band that never was yeah. and then like like disseminate the lyrics and stuff like that and like maybe play some of the music. Yeah. But I was thinking about like actually getting real music people to listen to it and tell me if there was ever a chance of it working. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, great. So they could just rip it to bits like and have fun with that like, yeah. Yeah. What, what's the name of your band? What oh, there was seven names, but if was one of those. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Because, and then when did I think, you did you read the poem first? I, you know the poem. Uh, if, uh, if I can, like, if, if all else fucks yeah, up, yeah. you know that's it. No, and then like, they, but the man was called Feek then for a while. Believe it or not, coming up with a band name is fucking impossible. Feek. Yeah. Oh, look at the Feek over there. Like. Yeah, that's the idea because it's like yeah, no, it means kind of like feck, but it also means hot yeah, girl, yeah, yeah. and it's like. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck were you thinking but yeah and then I want to talk about that period of my life as well because I had like an undercut yeah right and like music meant something to me yeah and I hated Oasis and the reason I hated Oasis is because everyone decided they liked rock music now it's like rock music is mine man you know what I mean? it means something to me like, fucking yeah. dicks here's my demo yeah here's my demo and like in a dream scenario we sent because we sent the demo into Larry Mullen from U2 just yeah. to get him like to maybe talk about it just for a moment even though he doesn't like even just to get a shot of him going uh, I don't even know what you're talking about like that would be perfect just go yeah. and we got an interview with Larry Mullen and like maybe a bit of AV and show him that yeah yeah great so yeah I'm going to do that I've never used AV in a, in a show before but I'm going to do it this time I think because I think it's a good idea because there's so much and the more I think about it it keeps coming up with ideas and stuff to talk about great just I would decide if I found a girl attractive based on the music she liked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's a real tribal yeah, thing. Totally. It's like rockers versus ravers. Mm-hmm. No, she's a raver. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. What are you it. thinking? <laughs> and also, this is my identity. It's like, it's been your identity for two years. Yeah. Like, yeah. you were fucking 12 two years ago. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You liked remote control cars, and now you like rock, and you mm. get the world, and these people don't. What a fucking yeah. dick. <laughs> You'll like, find out, man. Yeah, Were you the lead singer? Uh, yeah, well, I was the rhythm guitarist and lead singer. And right. I am not a good singer. I never was. And in fact, I find it very difficult to sing and play guitar at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear this. What, what's the, so you have a room, yeah? You have a room? I have a room. Where is it? Where, what, what's the room in? What time? It's a city cafe at 6.45 cool uh, which is great but it's a small they've divided City Cafe used to be just one big room downstairs and then yeah. they've divided it into smaller rooms I think so it's uh, the room's going to be called the Las Vegas room and it fits about 40 people mm. and I'm running a compilation as well at 4 o'clock called Altogether Irish I did that last year as well and it was great just had some top acts on yeah doing comedy and last year went very well for me in that like the, the show was well received and stuff I got I paid for PR for Edinburgh because I wanted to get as much press as I could, mm. move my career along a bit further. You know, well, that's the idea behind it. Anyway, doing it for the reviews and the like, the exposures, and that's why you're doing it for. It, yeah, kind of. Yeah, and then I got, but I got two reviews in my first day or second. And I had a really bad second day, uh, so the reviews weren't very good. But then I got one on a, like one Saturday. Saturday was always the busiest. And a woman from the We Review was in, and she was like, "Do you mind if I review you?" She wasn't down to it, but she, she did. And she Great. gave me a lovely review, and she seemed to get it. But I mean, it's high, like you can't believe the good if you're not mm. going to listen to the bad. You know? exactly, exactly. But I disagreed entirely with the bad. <laughs> <laughs> of course. No, but they said I was cliche. I was using cliches, and it's like, or too too many cliches. And it's like, well, maybe at the start, on purpose to warm the room up, mm. like for mm. the while you're from Glasgow. Blah, blah, blah. But then I went into actually talking about stuff that I know no one else is talking about. Yeah, you know exactly. So that was really frustrating, and it was another one that I I felt that the reviewer had decided what they thought of the show before actually seeing it yeah. so there's a lot of reference to me being laddish right. and blokey and it's like and do you mean not a woman is that what it sounded like well if if, laddish if a male reviewer went and reviewed a female comedian and said it's a bit too girly for me yeah 
<laughs> what the fuck do you think would happen? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to go well. <laughs> uh, and it's like, oh, well, you can't complain. This is the other thing about the, the way the world is now. It's like we focus on the outcomes of everything right. as opposed to... Just doing a good thing. No, but it's like you can't complain because you're a, 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 a white male in comedy. Mm. It's mm. easy for you. It's like, oh, yeah. no, it's not easy for fucking anyone. Mm. Just because there's more at the end when you see them on the TV... Mm. Yeah. doesn't make it easier for me. Mm. In fact, if anything, it makes it harder. Yeah. But you can't complain because you're not allowed anymore. Mm. But good, because complaining's not going to fucking get you anywhere. But I am complaining about that one review. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sort of qualified. Yeah. Because I thought it was grossly unfair. Yeah, it's right. like, what was the what was one line that just it's like oh fuck off that's bullshit now I can't remember exactly and that's I don't want to give it any more airtime. That's fine, no worries. But it was how many stars. <laughs> It's two stars. Um, two stars fucking bad. Yeah, right. Because one star means they just really just didn't like you. Mm-hmm. But two star, they maybe put a bit of thought into not liking you. Yeah. I remember seeing her in the audience. I remember them, mm. like I was at the show, mm. and I'm my own harshest critic. Mm. It's like that was not a fucking two star show. Mm. Three, maybe even a four, if you were the right person. But mm. definitely not a fucking. Yeah. Definitely not a two. And also, the review came out like nearly two and a half weeks after she went. So I think she sort of wrote it down from memory a few weeks later yeah. anyway it was, that was really frustrating yeah, just pictured it, your face and went fuck off yeah. no, it completely ruined my it ruined um, my day and right. ruined like for for, for a really like because it's like put so much work into that and you mm. just really shot all over it and it's like yeah. and it, because and, but it, not based on merit based mm. on just the fact that I'm a bloke or yeah. whatever which I thought was a bit unfair. Too many penises in that show. What yeah. the fuck? No, but it's like, oh, it's just cliche. It's like, I talked for t- 10 minutes, I talked about testicular cancer. And it's yeah. like, yeah, sorry, that is a bit laddish. <laughs> yeah. just, uh, and how is that cliche? And how is that fucking, like... It's your story, like, yeah. it's your fucking story. Yeah, it's like, well, how is that... Anyway, yeah, yeah, so don't really, like I said, you know, you gotta fucking get on. Oh, like, man, what can you do? Uh, that's uh, it. You, you just can't win them all. Uh, that's, you just, not, not everyone's going to like it. That's how it is. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, just fuck but no, things are improving now with comedy anyway, so uh, I'm going to yeah, could do Edinburgh again. It's the plan. I'm going to do LA for hopefully a couple of weeks and do some gigs up nice. there. Myself and the girlfriend mm. were got to open for Jeff Garland over Christmas. Oh, nice. So he's like, not to be a big name dropper here, but, uh, he was like, you know, come over and you know you can do a gig over here, and we we're like, fucking right, we'll go over, you know. So hopefully that happens soon enough. But in the meantime, I am just doing gigs, but I've none this week, which is bad. Because mm. <laughs> I need. That's them. it. You got a voice agent, uh, and you're missus. I did get a voice agent. Yeah, that's uh, the only thing you can shout about above your missus, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she she tried to get a voice agent at the same time I did, and I got one. Yeah. But she beats me because she's got a really good yeah. Got a voice agent. I've done a few voice auditions. I did a computer game a while ago, but I got that on my own, and that was weird. They like put a microphones on your face, and you mm. stand in the studio, and I was like doing this, like get down, and all this yeah. stuff. It's good fun, and it's like I love computer games. What's the game? Can't get, say. They didn't have the title at the time. And I still oh, don't right. know. But it was a virtual reality game for PS4. And it's a war game. In the training mode, you're going to have a soldier beside you shouting at you. And it's yeah. me. Well, cool. it's my voice. Not me, yeah. but it's my voice. So that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and it now gives me an excuse to buy a PS4 uh, yeah. virtual reality system. Which I fucking need. <laughs> totally. Of course you need that. That's it. Everyone needs I need it for work. work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all your, you can see all your admin in virtual reality. Oh, yeah. I'll fucking sell over there. Admin, yeah. I, I mean, I check my emails constantly and stuff, hoping mm. that it's a gig or something. Yeah. 
that, the next week is busy. Mm. Doing two gigs on Paddy's Day. And then it's my birthday. Sunday week, and I'm not looking forward to that at all. Yeah. Why so? How old are you? Be? Getting too old, that's why. Oh, fuck, you're, really that, you're getting that old. Top of that, you're not waiting. You're not older than me, are you? I don't think you're right. Why are you? I'm old enough. I'm very much in my mid-thirties. Oh, I'm very much as well. Yeah, I'm very much there, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I have to kind of keep it quiet a bit. Because somebody yeah. told me that, actually. Was, well, the, the PR person said that. Really? You, know, you don't need to tell people your age. Well, it's, it's certainly true for for acting and for mm. castings like if they not say the casting director is looking for an actor to play someone around the age of 28 you in theory could go for it mm. I in theory go for it but if they know you're in your mid 30s they're not getting in for it of course, it's like yeah. a psychological thing that's they're it. like no yeah, he's, he's too old he's never going to look at the parts for it yeah, but if they thought if you said if you liked and said you're 28, 28 they go oh he's 28 so that's why you have a playing age as an actor like a okay. minor Mine's around the right age. <laughs> <laughs> did you, uh, have you done a course in acting as well? As yeah, well? I did. Well, I did when I was, I, it's what I've always wanted to do, really. Mm. And, uh, do you just suffer the Irish uh, problem of like, who fucking be an actor and fucking do that? That kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Uh, but I did Drama Society when I was in college and I didn't oh. really like that because they were mostly bastards. What, what college were you in? UCD. All right. So. Um, uh, and then after that I did, went to a place called the Irish Film Academy okay and uh, lasted I think half the course oh. and then I was just like this is too expensive mm. this is not not for me and then I just did like a couple more little plays and wrote little short films and and did that and then I eventually got an agent up in Northern Ireland yeah started getting little bits here and there got a couple of ads nice. I was up for some big stuff which I didn't get but you know at least I knew I wasn't bad yeah. Like that was the thing for me. Like it was going, like I remember I got like several callbacks for a film, huh. and uh, I'm like a fucking. I'm not. I know I'm not wrong. I know I'm not shit mm-hmm. at this now. Like this, yeah. and, like they're like, no, you're you're very much not shit. But without a good agent, it's very difficult to get seen for stuff. <laughs> anyway, that, 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 again, that's the opening line of your audition. Yeah. Look, I know I'm not shit at this now, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, not to be no, but not, I don't think I'm amazing. But I just know that like I'm not deluded in no, pursuing it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and. I had a good agent, and then I moved over here. And I remember, like within like a few days of being over here, I landed two really big auditions. Things were looking good, yeah. and I took a job in a restaurant because I needed you know some extra cash to keep me going. But I knew I had a big chunk coming in from an ad I'd done in Ireland. Yeah, it was about five grand or something like that. Oh, nice. And then uh, the agent disappeared off the face of the earth oh, and stole the money. <laughs> bollocks! Yeah. You, yeah, nightmare. Absolutely. What was the ad? It was a lotto ad. Oh, yeah. I had a golf ball in my mouth. I was like, what would you do for a few million euro or something? See, I had I, I was going to do a little play, Mm-mm. and it was great. It didn't matter because I, I knew the money was coming in. I didn't have to worry about that. But instead of doing the little play, I had to take more shifts in the restaurant to cover my rent. Yeah. And then I found myself just in a poverty trap in that, like, I couldn't not be working. Mm. And I, but then I couldn't take any time off. Mm to do what I actually moved to London to do. Yeah. So a lot of time was, well, wasted is the wrong word, but it's, you know, a lot of time was, was spent doing... Surviving. <sighs> surviving. Like, and it's like, so then I eventually got another agent here, but she wasn't particularly good. I couldn't get seen for anything. And then I started focusing more and more on comedy because, I, like, at least with comedy, I'm not waiting for someone to give me a job. Mm-hmm. And now comedy's kind of taken the front seat because you have a lot more control over comedy. Yeah, so that's why in Ireland, actually, you meet a lot of comedians, oh, I don't want to move to London, it's too expensive. And you're just like, well, what's the fucking plan then? Mm-hmm. Like, just get a job. 
work. Yeah. You know, it's the only way to do it. Unless you've got loads of cash. Yeah. In which case, fine. Mm. Uh, do you do improv as well? Uh, I do a bit of improv, yeah. yeah. I like that. Me and my friend Ronan were improving uh, old men to each other mm. over the past few days. Yeah. And I made this little video. I'll play it just because it's basically... basically uh, you just need the audio read really, because I just put a video over just to make it more interesting. Yeah. Bitter. Freezing. Last time I saw snow like this, way back in Ireland, the homeland, I was very young. Lit by candlelight and nothing but a Nintendo 64 <laughs> to keep me company. <laughs> Days gone by. <laughs> so, I don't know why, but that was so much fun. Like, just doing that with, uh, with me... It was one morning when Ronan just texted me with this awful, miserable, old man Irish voice. It's very bitter outside, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, so they're just riffing on that. So that, yeah. I, I like doing shit like that. So that was the idea. So I wanted to do a podcast of me interviewing myself, mm. doing different voices. Yeah. I don't know if anyone would listen to us. I'd probably get bored of making it after about 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, it also, it's, it's real funny for about five seconds. Yeah. And then when you sit down to actually do it, the fun goes. It's like when you start doing comedy. It's yeah. like, I've never been less funny than since doing comedy. Yeah. Comedians are not funny people, generally, mm. you know? Mm. It's like, uh, do you ever, like the, the thing you showed me uh, the, before we started recording was the, uh, the demo of the podcast. Mm. And that was like, it kind of reminded me of like, the, you know, would you ever watch the, or would your parents ever watch the Pure Drop when you were younger? I don't know. The, the old, like, it was like, I think it was done up in like uh, one of the Gale Talks, you know, when they had... The, uh, like all these people coming to a pub and they filmed it and it was really fucking the audio was terrible like but they always were all playing traditional music in right there, right like, you, know, just like, you know that one was like oh, and they have in, really shitty interviews afterwards yeah. as well it's it's hilarious like. well I, like with stuff like uh, I moved over here mm. when the euro came out I couldn't understand the new money so I had to get it you know that yeah, like yeah. just I like the idea of like having that voice but only being 26 yeah like yeah. Uh, I'm sure you know I moved yeah. over here almost two months ago yeah and things have changed a lot in that time you know? yeah I haven't seen my family since I moved here when yeah. did you move here last Saturday <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of thing yeah so yeah improv is good but you have to do a bit I suppose when you're doing comedy yeah god uh, overdid it last night yeah just I know, it's only now I'm finding my feet in comedy as well, that's the mm. thing. And I remember somebody telling me, I, you know when you start, you're like impatient. Yeah. But you don't know your shit. <laughs> yeah. You actually don't know. Oh, yeah. You think this is fucking, I'm great. Yeah. But you need that to keep you, you wouldn't do it otherwise. Yeah. I wasn't appalling, mm-hmm. uh, but I certainly wasn't good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I look back at stuff that I, little tapes I have and it's like fuck me mm. that is boring that is not entertaining mm. you know I did a 10 minute spot in the comedy store yeah. last year and I was actually on a night I was, I was on I was working straight afterwards and I, I found the thing the other day and I looked at it and it's just like no energy no nothing and like I was wondering why mm. afterwards and that seemed to go pretty well like you know and I emailed them looking for another gig and they couldn't get one or they didn't get back to me and it's just like now I know why because mm. I couldn't see it at the time but uh, yeah somebody told me I remember when I started it takes 10 years to get good and I'm like I'm already good <laughs> <laughs> maybe for you buddy yeah exactly <laughs> you yeah, yeah. fucking loser <laughs> whatever your name is oh uh, uh, like, John Bishop yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but I remember working in a restaurant I was working in the Hard Rock Cafe in Dublin was in, while I was at UCD and uh working with this guy 
and he was like 31. Mm. And I was like, 31 working in a restaurant? That's not cool for you. He's like, I'm a photographer as well. I just, you know, do this dick. You know, like, I was like, what a fucking dick. He's <laughs> <laughs> like so fucking yeah. precocious. Oh, little what cunt. a little arsehole. <laughs> no, of course, I never said that to him. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. you could probably see, oh, Connor, you could probably see it on your face. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure you are. That's never going to be yeah. me. Yeah, you Smash cut to 10 years later. <laughs> uh, would you like, uh, how would you like that steak done? <laughs> Do yeah. I have rice with that? Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it that's great though it's lovely to self-reflect and look at the dickhead you were a few years ago or even like a oh, year yeah. ago it's, it's lovely it. it's lovely to, to well, that no, it's lovely it's, it's heartbreaking sometimes well, well, but, that, but, that's, but that's the and then that's the beginning isn't it that's the, the learning pro- process and that's great it's growing up yeah yeah and that's uh, good but now with, yeah I notice with comedy now and I've always been a harsh critic of myself believe it or not like, mm. I, like even if a gig went well I'd be thinking of where I went wrong mm. And that shit blows my mind now. I don't know where people are getting the confidence now. Newer comedians. Yeah. Just so fucking confident. And I was never that confident. Yeah. I was talking with Jerry Staunton about this and he's like, from the moment I decided to do comedy and my first gig, the distance between that those two points was about ten years. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like, you know, he to work up the courage. Well it wasn't that long, but yeah. it was you know, right. it took a yeah. couple of years. Like, I want to do this, but I don't know how, I don't yeah. know where I'd start, I'm, yeah. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he just did it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't seem to exist anymore. No. It's just like, I'm a fucking comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, like I know a guy who's, who's, he's done like five gigs and he's tell, he's a comedian now. That's it. Like, he's telling people I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you can't say anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's actually too encouraging, the whole scene, I think, in mm-hmm. some ways. It, yeah. It's harsh in that you're not going to advance if you're not very good. And that's mm. just the way it is. The only way you're going to get more gigs and get better and get paid gigs is by being good. There's no other way around it. Like, and that that may never happen for some people. Mm. Or, or it's just going to take a long time. There's so many shitty gigs that you can just get on regardless. I think they're destru- destructive to your fucking soul, though, some of those gigs. You know, what the f- why am I even fucking doing this gig? I can't see any... Like, you go to some, to some gigs and go, what? There's no, there's no one here that I fucking know that I'm yeah. up to my level. Yeah. You know, you're going, well, why the fuck am I doing this gig? Well, I've started doing them again oh. recently. Is, isn't it horrible? It is horrible, but I, it's not... I've got, you see, when I first did them, when I first moved over here about six or seven years ago, mm. it was soul-destroying, absolutely yeah. heartbreaking, because mm. you know, we wait there for two hours to do five minutes, and it will be your best five minutes and no one's really listening and then the next guy goes on and does paedophile jokes for five minutes and everyone's cracking up and they're just like this isn't working yeah well that's what happened to me anyway and, uh, but now I do because I'm like I've, I've got a new five minutes I just want to work this yeah, out yeah. now I, mm-hmm. I, I came up with this idea today and I'm going to mm-hmm. go do it tonight and I don't care and I've got the confidence in that mm-hmm. well no in the, in the, sorry in the sense that yeah. like I, I this isn't what I do as yeah. in like I'm not like, it is what I do like, it's, but I'm not stuck here I'm already I'm I'm progressive I'm at the level where I need to be you mm-hmm. know I'm, I'm getting regular paid work I'm getting I'm doing well ish so but I don't need to worry I just need to worry about getting better and just coming up with more material mm. just, that's so that's perfect for it but if you go to those gigs it's just the way something like it's clicky yeah, it's, absolutely. it's weird oh, and it's like yeah. why are you being such arseholes you mm-hmm. do realise this is shit mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah. then like, oh, well, you know, Tony went up there, killed it there. Yeah. It's like, no, Tony's the king of this fucking gig, yeah. like, I know what you mean. And it's like, were we watching the same fucking thing, mm-hmm. you know? And now, I like sometimes as well, I just have a little few bullet point ideas and I'll go up and just talk about them. And I was never able to do that properly. Mm. 
and now I kind of can. <laughs> but it does amaze me how long it's taken to get mm. good. Yeah. Or at least decent. Mm. And again, like I said, I thought it was good like when I first started. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, 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 I yeah, thought it was good two years in, but mm. it wasn't. I thought it was great uh, three or four years in. Yeah. I fucking wasn't. Yeah, year one, why am I headlining this gig? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, like, <laughs> and like, it's the other thing, if somebody heckles you or says something, it just throws you off completely totally. and you're fucked. And yeah. it's like, uh, uh, I got in a fight my first ever gig. Oh, yeah? Somebody started heckling me so bad. Just shouting at me, you're, you're posh. You're posh, you're posh, and I didn't. I was like, "Well, what are you then? If I'm posh, what are you?" And he's just like, "Shut the fuck up, you're posh." I was like, "You're wearing a the best thing come up with. He's wearing a Brazilian football jersey." I go, "What? What? You like Brazil? Have you even been there? Where was that gig? This is in the Haypenny. What year was that? Ah, Jesus, be twenty. I think two thousand nine. You might have been there. I might have been in that. That rings a bell, man. I might have been there that fucking. Really? That, no, really. I might have been there that I made week. so many rookie mistakes that night. I remember uh, I sat beside the bar. The bar is beside the stage. Yeah, and yeah. I sat at the bar for the whole night. Right. And then they're like. And they put me on at the end, which they do to the newest act. Yeah, yeah. So you don't just leave with your friends afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, welcome to the stage, Connor Drum. And I just walked. Yeah two feet to the stage and people were like what the fuck is this so I remember my friend George was there and right. his girlfriend yeah and uh, your man ended up throwing a chair at us and like you know we threw it back and oh fuck it was pretty mad like yeah. and I, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't ha- I didn't know what to say to the guy first gig like like and I was just gig. I literally said to him I was like this is my first time doing this Mm-mm. shut up will you and he's yeah. just like uh, yeah posh yeah posh yeah, posh yeah. cunt you're a posh cunt and I'm just like fuck you're, you're a dick uh, you know like <laughs> totally. just, like, yeah. just yeah. honest yeah. you're being a dick like, yeah. and I'm just like complete like I had my five minutes yeah or yeah. at least I thought I had my five minutes yeah. and, but if anything interrupted that five minutes in any way whatsoever that was the script thrown out and I didn't know what to do yeah yeah. like I had one joke where I relied on a silence for a while <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like, that didn't work Is the second there? I stopped talking hush uh, hush oh, no you're posh. <laughs> That's it. And then, like, you know, you hope, just please stop laughing at this bit because I need the silence. Okay. And I, I did get one or two little laughs, and then I remember thinking, fuck that, I can do that. I'm going back and doing it again. Mm-hmm. And then the second gig went marginally better. Mm-hmm. And then the third week gig, I got consistent laughs at all of my jokes, and nice. I was like, smashed it. I was like, I should be fucking closing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> idiot. You know? yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, uh, you're, so you're going to be playing in the. Six forty-five. The City Cafe, the yeah. Las Vegas room. Las Vegas room. Uh, that's good. the show is at the moment. It's called As a Child, but I'm probably going to change the name to If or whatever. Uh, it's going to be that's what's going to be about being in a band, yeah. and it's going to be fun. And at four o'clock, I'm doing. A, I run a show called the Altogether Irish Show, yeah. so it's that's a good one to go to as well. Yeah. That's Edinburgh, and then I have a website, connordrum.com, and it's got all of my gigs and clips and stuff up there yeah. and I have a Twitter at Connor Drum and Instagram which I Instagram's my favourite of all of them I yeah. hate Twitter but I love Instagram because it's just fun like it's just nice pictures and stuff no, yeah. no one's opinion but so uh, well yeah well I think that's it Connor I think it is yeah. Yeah, well, thanks, for, thanks for doing the show man I appreciate it you're more than welcome thanks for having me and that was episode 60 with the very funny 
Connor Drum. His show is on at 6.45 in the City Cafe in the Las Vegas room. I think it's every day of the Fringe. So go and check his show out there. You will not be disappointed. Go check his stuff out on Facebook. Go and see him on YouTube. But go and see him live because that's where it happens. Live comedy. And you can follow me on Twitter at Winter Phonander. You can also follow this podcast at The Comedy Defect. Now, you can also see all the jokes I'm ripping out of the Guinness Encyclopedia. And that'll be up on Twitter under the handle at Guinness Jokes. I told you I've been really busy since I got back from Sri Lanka. And I haven't had time to read it, but I'm getting back into it. I've got a bit of time now. I've given myself a bit of breathing room. So I'll be putting them up on Twitter under the handle at Guinness Jokes. You can come see my live stand-up gig dates on my website, which is winterphonander.com. Also, you can support this podcast. Go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast. You could donate as little as maybe a pound or as much as you feel this podcast is worth. And those of you that do donate, thanks. Those of you that don't, hey, look, just go to iTunes. Just go to iTunes and leave us a nice, honest review. It's really easy on your phone now. Just leave us, you know, whatever, a few words, whatever. Just enjoy yourself. Let it, let it go. You know, look, it's not TripAdvisor. Do you know what I mean? Just remember that. Just let us know on iTunes or Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts because a review never goes amiss. We've got another very funny comedian next month, a punmeister. It is very funny. She's recently been signed. It is Adele Cliff for episode 61. So tune in the last Wednesday of the month. It'll be on time next month. And that is with Adele Cliff, pun extraordinaire. We'll see you next month.